Welcome to your weekly episode of Feed, Slay, Love. I'm your host, Catherine, and I'm so happy that you're here. Feed, Slay, Love is a podcast for busy moms who are everything for everyone. So if that's you and you ever wondered whether there's more to life, then you're in the right place. Let's dig right in. What would you do? If you had 90 minutes to yourself next weekend. Well, imagine this scenario. Your kids are with their dad. You head into town with a friend. And whilst, you know, she's going for an appointment of her own, you have 90 minutes of free time. During the weekend, in the middle of the day, in a busy and fun city. Sounds oddly specific? <laughs> well, that's because... That was me last weekend. And I'll tell you what I did in a minute. But first, my question to you, what would you do? 90 minutes me time, anything goes. What springs to mind for you? I guess I'm hearing you say, what is me time? <laughs> Then I guess you're part of that majority of the female population who never takes time for themselves and who constantly feels rushed and struggles to unwind. Am I right? If that's you, then this episode is dedicated to you, to honor your struggle, because I see you. I am you. The work as a mom never stops. Worse so, if you have a career and possibly even more responsibilities with the family, household, and the list goes on. Am I right? I know many of us struggle to take that much-needed, well-deserved me-time. And some of us got it really figured out and managed to cut off, you know, even guilt-free. I bow to you, women, who managed to cut off guilt-free. So let's all together take a glimpse of this other side. The women who make the most of their time alone. Let's dive into why we should all do this take time for ourselves, guilt-free and regularly. I'll show some suggestions as well that go way beyond that bubble bath and venting with the girls. But actual battery recharging ideas you can do to refresh and get back to your day like a newborn mummy. So let me tell you a bit about my weekend. I can literally see you are at the edge of your seat dying to hear what I did with my 90 minutes. <laughs> so I went with a friend to a postnatal appointment and really until we said, okay, cool, see you in an hour and a half, I hadn't really figured out what to do whilst waiting for her. I know it's a bit silly, but somehow I just assumed I just sit around somewhere in a cafe nearby or maybe go to that farmer's market that's on on Saturdays that I often go to with my daughter. Um, so, you know, the default comfort zone behavior kicked in rather than trying something new or different. But then I realized, wait, I'm by myself. I have 90 minutes. I should do better than going to the farmer's market where I go every weekend. So how often do I get those opportunities? I'm a single mom. I go everywhere with my daughter and I love her and I love going everywhere with her. But 90 minutes to myself, 
let me do something different than what I normally do with her, right? So before I tell you what I ended up doing, I want to share a few stats with you. Because research suggests, as I hinted at in the beginning, that us mums, us super mums, who hold it all together most of the time and who are amazing all of the time, obviously, yes, us mums, we have one big fat flaw. And that is that we really suck at taking time for ourselves. And when we actually take time for ourselves, we feel guilty. So let's take a real, real quick reality check here. According to research, and I did not make this up to make you feel bad, but according to research, 40% of working moms reportedly feel rushed all the time. That's nearly half of working moms. Juggling work, household, childcare. Yes, that leaves mom with a limited time for self-care. Therefore, we don't really carve out that time for ourselves. No time, right? I mean, how do we carve out time for ourselves if we feel stressed and rushed, right? Don't really feel like, oh, I feel so stressed and rushed. I should really go for a leisurely walk or meditate, right? That doesn't spring to mind. We also apparently don't like to take any breaks. In fact, 47% of moms, working moms, reportedly rarely or never have time for themselves or personal hobbies. So balancing career, family obligations, again, can result in a lack of breaks or personal time, constant stress, no breaks, no meantime, no hobbies, no self-growth, no you know, personal development in that sense, right? No hobbies. Sounds about right, doesn't it? Next. Gets worse. 78% of working moms experience guilt about taking time for themselves. This is our mental health, ladies. This guilt can make it challenging for moms to prioritize self-care and breaks. Okay, so we don't take time for ourselves, we feel stressed all the time, take no breaks, and then we also feel too guilty to break that cycle. Sounds fun, doesn't it? Sounds a bit crazy, to be honest, but I guess I can't judge and I won't judge because I do exactly that same crazy stuff. I'm in that crazy cycle too. So, well, let's take a glimpse. <laughs> And where this constant stress, no breaks, guilt cycle will take us. It's probably not going to take us to win an award, is it? Quite the contrary. It actually affects our well-being significantly, according to a report published by American Psychology Association in 2020. So that report then highlighted that working moms who don't take regular breaks or time for themselves may may experience higher levels of stress, burnout, physical as well as mental health issues. Great. So, we all know that feeling of mind fog, maybe sometimes insomnia, anxiety, all those fun side effects of constant stress and guilt. We all have some of those symptoms. Many of us do, right? Some or all of those, you know. But all of these things can really impact our energy levels our libido, 
our immune system and that gets way worse as a cycle, doesn't it? So here we go. Bottom line, self-care is important. That's not news, is it? But we do know research consistently shows self-care is vital for well-being and for resilience of working moms. Taking breaks, engaging in activities you enjoy, prioritizing your health, your checkups, your nutrition, your sleep. All of those things can have a positive effect on your physical and mental health, on your job satisfaction, on your overall life balance. We all know this. This is not me saying it. This is what research says. And well, it's kind of like what I say too. And the same part of my mind, and I know you're the same, we all know this, right? This is not like, oh, I didn't realize I could get sick if I have constant stress. No, we all know this. But we don't break the cycle. <laughs> so let me tell you a fun little story. Um, and I've been recommending this <laughs> to friends and clients too. So when my ex-husband and I, back in the day, when we were still married, um, we had our first daughter um, She was like over a year old. I was back at work. We saw a couples therapist um, because we were struggled with our relationship. And the therapist went into, um, you know, asking us about the division of household, childcare duties, that kind of stuff. No brainer, right? I mean, couples therapist, you know, new baby, like that type of stuff, both full-time working parents. This is the no brainer. It's where... A lot of the frustrations foster, right? In relationships and in ourselves. So I said to her, well, you know what? I'd like to have lions on weekends. You know, I understand when I was on that leave and I, you know, was only looking after a, a baby that, and my husband was the sole provider, like that he would want to have recreational time on the weekends and have lions. But now that I'm also back at full-time work. Our chores didn't really adjust accordingly. I'm still carrying the brunt, you know, of the household chores. And he gets lions on both days of the weekend. So, you know, I just want to have equal amounts of shut-eye. Um... You know, as soon as our daughter wakes up on the weekends and it's not like crying or like not when she's like sick or like I'm just speaking of a general weekend. Obviously, kids wake up early, whatever. I was always the one who got up on the weekends, both days, Saturday, Sunday. We both were in office jobs. We worked Monday to Friday and weekends were the weekends for us, you know. So <laughs> the therapist turned to him and asked him, whether that's his impression too. And guess what his answer was? Well, she's always the first one to get out of bed. So I thought I could just stay in bed then, right? And I mean, <laughs> I guess he's not wrong, you know, who moves first loses, right? Um, but you see, this really taught me. Next time the baby is up, the bins stink, the dishes pile up I shouldn't jump into action I should just give him time to deal with it in his own time maybe nudge him not nag nudge and you know give the partner the chance to react in their own time 
rather than in what I perceive as the right time to react to a certain situation. Um, you know, just let them notice, let them handle, let them get up. And too often, us moms gear into action because we are so wired to, to jump into action that we don't control ourselves anymore in that. You know, we want to control the situations because we lose control of ourselves a little bit. Um, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm just saying, you know, we need to get better at prioritizing ourselves. You know, it requires us to move away from perfectionism a little bit. Give up control over the household a little bit. I know this is painful, but the gain is immense. Gaining back control over our freaking own selves, our health, our mental and physical health. That is immense. That's a huge gain. Let the bins stink. Let the dishes pile up. Let the baby be awake. You know, as long as they're not in danger or like, you know, something like that. You know, you can always tell your partner, sorry, I'm going to have a lion today. Okay. <laughs> And, you know, they surely won't argue because they also know you deserve it. They just sometimes, and I mean this purely innocently, they sometimes assume we don't need it because we don't claim it. So let's claim it. Let's say we need it. There is no weakness in that. What do you think? What do you think? I'm honestly interested to hear what you think about this. And I'll leave you with this thought. If we are all jointly so bad at this me-time self-prioritization thing, as research suggests, and we are all frequently skipping breaks, feeling rushed, eating our food, standing somewhere, drinking our coffee cold, have no time for friends, hobbies, and on top, feel guilty by default. Well, then let's turn this around. Let's change future research. Let's make 2030 research show that only 10% of moms feel overwhelmed, you know? Why? Because we can turn this around. We can ask our partners, our families, our bosses, our surroundings for equality here. We can ask them to chip in a little bit more, to take on the things we can't, to make space for our own recreational time. You know, let's start today and take those breaks when we feel like we need a break. Let your partners get up in the night, at least occasionally. You know, this is not about swinging the pendulum the other way and saying like, oops, sorry, I check out now. I'm not a mom anymore. I'm not doing anything. No, this is about just being equal. If you both get up in the morning to work, then you don't have to be the one who gets up in the night. You know, talk to your partners. This is not about snarky comments or bitching or venting or get being aggressive or demanding this is about having an honest chat and saying hey out of five days where we both work can we divvy up which days you get up or which nights you get up which nights i get up and then we can go to bed accordingly we can plan this we can make this work and nobody needs to suffer instead of silently suffering you know also, let's tell our kids sometimes, sorry, darling, mommy needs a break, mommy needs a snack, mommy needs to put her feet up right now. 
and let them learn about rest and the, the importance of it too. Let's rehumanize ourselves because after all, yes, we are super moms, but unfortunately we have the mental and physical health like the normal people. So let's give our bodies and our minds a chance to catch a break. Honestly, let's do ourselves that favor and not get all wrinkly and frustrated and burned out from everything that's hitting us on a daily basis. Let's share the responsibilities more equally. Let's set those boundaries. Let's normalize me time for mums. And after all, you know, I'm not saying this to add to your guilt at all. I'm speaking to your superpower as a mum here. We also need to be role models for the next generation. You know, we don't want our children, especially our daughters, to feel like, ooh, women do it all, you know, subconsciously learning that, you know, we don't want them to end up all burned out. We are actually capable of changing the future of generations by just taking breaks when we need them. Isn't that awesome? Doesn't that turn guilt around a little bit? Doesn't that put the mum guilt into perspective to not feel guilty when you take a break or when you say no or when you you know, do your own thing once in a while. But to actually see it as a valuable lesson your children have to learn and see and understand and live through that, that you actually, like all moms, like all parents, you know, this is for dads too. We all need to take breaks and we need to let our kids know that people need breaks, otherwise they break, you know. Same goes for the constant feeling of stress, rush, mum guilt, you know, everything. We need to put a stop to those. Sorry, honey, I'll miss you too, but mommy needs a workout now. And then go do it and don't look back, you know. I know you agree. I know you relate. And I know you felt stressed, rushed, overwhelmed, guilty. It's part of the job. I know. And we won't ever lose all of it. I'm not pretending we're doing this all wrong and we can turn it all around, you know. We care. We always care and we you know always want to do way more than we actually physically can because we are overachievers you know but here's the deal we need those breaks we are humans we have to take care of ourselves and that's just the reality you know we have to take care of ourselves not just everyone else but ourselves too so why not take the inspiration you know do something fun it doesn't have to be 90 minutes it doesn't have to be on a weekend you know just Do it regularly, not just once in a while. It doesn't have to be a day trip, you know. It doesn't have to be a big thing. But honestly, even listening to an inspirational podcast is me time. So keep it up. Do whatever does the trick for you and do it regularly. Mindfulness, exercise, self-care, recreation in nature, whatever works for you. You know what I did in my 90 minutes last weekend? I went for a Thai massage and oh my God, it hurt. I flinched through nearly most of it because I hadn't had a massage in months, but I felt lighter afterwards. Oh my God, my back cracked and yes, it was painful. But I also had a really lovely connection with the massage therapist. They also came from London. They lived in the same neighborhoods. We 
talked about London. It was refreshing for mind and body. It was lovely. I topped it all off with a nice walk and a green juice. And I know I will do that again soon, once a month from now on for the massage. And daily walks, better sleep hygiene, more veggies, you know, like all the things we all know that we need to do and stick by them. It's the little things that are becoming the big things. So try and go for the little things. Let's not make this more overwhelming, you know. Lions on the weekend, maybe. Breakfast in bed. Take up running again, you know. You don't have to enroll to a French class, you know. You don't have to book a sabbatical. It's about the little things. So what are you going to commit to? What is your recreational me time going forward? That once a week, few times a week, time for yourself you'll do. I hope that you really can give yourself permission to enjoy and savor those rare moments of freedom. It's not only beneficial for you, but it's, you know, for your overall well-being. It's allowing you to return to your family, to your work, to your life, just with that renewed energy, perspective and happiness. I hope you can do it. I hope you find what works for you. And I can't wait to hear what you've been up to. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. For any feedback, thoughts, or if you want to be part of this podcast, submit a question or be a guest on my show, please contact me via the below contact details. Lastly, a quick disclaimer. This podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and education only, and it's not a replacement for therapy. If you need help, please seek the advice of your doctor or therapist.